You're listening to the Greek's Gridiron live with Ethan Haristadulu. What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to more of the Greeks Gridiron. I am Ethan Hristadulu, and today we are discussing the AFC South and my power rankings for all four teams in the division. We'll go from four to one, talking what I like, what I don't like, and everything in between, the additions, subtractions, and everything these teams have made in the offseason, and all of that. So make sure you hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. When we get to 500 subs, I'm giving away some show t-shirts to you guys, so make sure you're subscribed so you can see when that video comes up when we hit that number. And also comment down below. I love to hear what you guys think about these videos. This is definitely one of the more interesting ones. Every single year, these tend to do pretty well. People love talking about the rankings of the teams within their division. Obviously, everyone hates their rivals and whatnot. So we'll be talking all that good stuff. So let me know what you guys think of the AFC South and where these teams stand. Now, as we go through this, we'll start four to one, work our way to the top. I will just full disclosure say I am a Colts fan, but I'm a football fan first and a Colts fan second. I would not say I'm a diehard Colts fan because I find myself rooting for teams that I probably shouldn't be rooting for, Uh, but I will say that I like the Colts not quite the way I used to, but I am a Colts fan. Uh, But I'm going to set that fandom aside and try to look at this division as transparently as possible. Now, at number four, we begin with the Houston Texans. There's a lot about this team that I'm concerned about. There's some things I do like about the team. And I'll start it off by saying this. I am a big fan of Davis Mills. I was a very big fan of him coming out of college. I actually wanted the Steelers to go after him because I thought Davis Mills would be a solid prototype quarterback for them to have behind Ben Roethlisberger last season and then thrust him into QB1 this year should he end up retiring, which he did at the uh, end of this past season. Now, I like Davis Mills. I think he's training the right way. This is a guy that I think the Texans really need to try and build around. You have a guy like this who handled himself pretty well, did a very good job against a Bill Belichick-led defense who typically eats rookie quarterbacks alive last year, and that is a passing grade on its own. And when you look at just the infusion of talent that they got during the draft, cornerback Derek Stingley Jr., offensive lineman Kenyon Green, defensive back Jalen Petrie, linebacker Christian Harris, John Mechie, who now has, it's been revealed he has leukemia. So, you know, best of luck to him and, and all of that. Hope he recovers quickly and, you know, he's able to beat that and move on. Um, but there's a clear commitment here to build a, a talented roster. And I think that there's still a little bit of ways of that, a ways away from that, but they're trending in the right direction. Head coach Lovey Smith While some people were kind of confused about the hiring, he's experienced, he's good with defense, um, he's well-respected around the league. Be interesting to see how he commands this team and what this team looks like under his head coaching. Um, I do like some of the additions they had here. Guard AJ Can is a solid one. Mario Addison, defensive end, while he's not quite the guy he was, you know, a few years ago for the Bills, he brings defensive leadership to a team. That probably could use a little bit of that. Outside linebacker Jalen Reeves-Mabin is one that I'm a little bit excited about. They were able to pull him away. I believe he was on the Lions last year, if I'm not mistaken. And then cornerback Steven Nelson, of course. Again, another veteran to help kind of lead some of these younger guys here in the locker room. My biggest questions really for this team that I have going into this year, because I'm not going to throw high expectations onto them. I want to see this team grow and not really shoot themselves in the foot trying to like be more than what they are. I think it's going to take a little bit of time for the Texans to really get back on their feet. But... I like what I saw last year from Davis Mills. Can he take a step forward? And will Levy Smith be able to take this defense and mold it into a more formidable unit? I will say that when it came to offense and defense last year, Texas defense was 
surprisingly not that bad. I mean, and, and I don't want to even say not that bad. I don't even think that's the right wording for that. They were actually surprisingly good for what they were. They were definitely better than the sum of their parts. And I think that with some of the additions they made this offseason and Lovey Smith running the show, I think that continues. <clears throat> I believe in the Texans' defense a little bit more than the offense. Um, it's unfortunate that John Mechie is now dealing with what he's dealing with because that kind of shoots the offensive firepower in the foot a little bit. So if they can find a supplement for that, uh, whether it's this year or if it has to be until wait until next year, um, this team is trending in the right direction, we'll say that. Coming in at the number three spot, we're looking at the Jacksonville Jaguars, and I'm excited to see them with head coach Doug Peterson. Last year was an absolute dumpster fire in terms of coaching and just what was going on with Urban Meyer. I'm sure Jaguars fans, with the clown show that they were doing that last couple of weeks of the season, um, you know, I'm sure you guys were ready for that to be over, and I'm sure you're excited to see what Peterson does. You have a Super Bowl-winning head coach, a guy who I don't really feel like should have been run out of Philadelphia the way he was. The media really spun some crazy narratives over there, and... It's Philadelphia, so the media is what the media is, but I'm I'm honestly excited to see what he can do with Trevor Lawrence. He brings stability, a winning pedigree, and someone that can help mold Trevor Lawrence into the quarterback he's supposed to be. I was ex- very excited to see Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville last year, and again, I'm a Colts fan, but I, he has all the talent in the world, and if there's one thing I want to see Jacksonville do, it's not mess up Trevor Lawrence's career the way the Colts did Andrew Luck. And a little spoiler, that's why I say I'm not as diehard of a Colts fan as I used to be. The whole Andrew Luck scenario has uh, kind of left a, a scar on my, my heart for football when it comes to the Colts. Now, I love the additions of talent. Christian Kirk, while he got paid an awful lot of money, maybe a little too much money, I still think he's a great addition for the team. Brandon Scherf, offensive guard. The offensive line was something that a lot of people were excited about because the team had so much consistency and time together going into last year. And I even talked about this last year, but did not look as good as it was supposed to. That's something I'm curious to see if better coaching helps improve that as well. But they brought in Brandon Scherf, wide receiver Zay Jones, another guy. Linebacker Foyasade Olawoken from the Falcons is a great addition there. He's a tackling machine. Cornerback Darius Williams from the Rams. And then you look at defensive tackle Foley Fotukasi from uh, Fatu, or Fatukasi, excuse me. Um, from the Jets. Really good infusion of talent there on the defensive side and the offensive side of the football. Um, I I expect this team to maybe be slightly more competitive than some people are expecting them to. I think that, again, Doug Peterson, excellent for the team. Tons of money was spent this offseason, and while I don't think every single player is going to be a hit for them, if you get even half of these guys to be more than solid contributors for your team... You you did you hit you hit the mark. Think like the Patriots last year. They probably hit on about half of their guys. Maybe even like a guy or two less than that. But if you can hit on about half of them and you get legitimate stars for this team, or even just starters, you're trending in the right direction and you're making progress. My biggest question marks, Trayvon Walker, is he able to live up to the hype? I sure hope so. A lot of people thought Aiden Hutchinson was the guy that was the more sure bet. But Trayvon Walker brings the skill set in, like in the physical and the physicals that just apparently the Jaguars could not pass up. Hope he ends up being what they want from him. I really do. Linebacker Devin Lloyd, 
That's an exciting one to me. I love Devin Lloyd. Massive dude, 6'3", and, some, and what, 230-something pounds, 40-something pounds. Big dude, athletic enough that he should be a thumper in the league. You'll look at a guy like Chad Muma, the later linebacker in the draft. He's a solid prospect to watch as well. I like what this team is doing. Uh, defensive front, we'll see what it looks like. Offensive line, probably my other biggest question mark. Those two things. You win the game in the trenches, so a little bit concerning, but I will say that I think the Jaguars are trending in the right direction. I like them at number three. Could they potentially upset and be number two? Maybe, because they have a track record of beating the number two team I have on this list, which is going to be the Indianapolis Colts. Now, probably surprising for some people, because I'm a Colts fan. Why would I have them as number two? Well, I'm realistic. New quarterback does not necessarily mean all the success in the world. How do I know that? Well, we've had four new quarterbacks the last four years. While I will say that Matt Ryan is the quarterback I wanted for the Colts last year, uh, I'm excited better late than never to get him here now. But yeah, I was not too thrilled about Carson Wentz going into last season, went about as well as I expected it to, and now we have Matt Ryan. When, when the Matthew Stafford sweepstakes was going on, I was hoping for him. Obviously, that didn't happen. Little disappointed that Chris Ballard wasn't willing to give up enough to get him because we saw how that turned out over there in LA. Uh, I will say though that LA had a, you know, while it wasn't like the top three defense that it was the year prior, still a really good defense with some really good pieces. Uh, but I loved what Matthew Stafford did over there. And I would say arguably they had better skill players. So it makes sense. Stafford ends up going over to LA. I think they were a little bit more win now than the Colts were. I will say, though, excited about what Matt Ryan brings to the table. Jonathan Taylor, obviously a stud running back over there behind an offensive line that's coming back healthy this year and I hope looks even better with the addition of Bernard Raymond. That's something that is really exciting to me because we solidify now the left tackle spot should he end up being able to take over that spot, which I really hope he does. I know that you know th th right now the plan's a little bit different with the O-line, but I'm banking on Bernard Raymond to turn into the left tackle we need. Alec Pierce... Hope he can end up being the true number two wide receiver to Michael Pittman's number one. And I really expect that Michael Pittman steps up and kind of really emerges this year with Matt Ryan throwing him the football. I'm very excited about Tyland Jelani Woods, but there's a lot of new additions to this team. And I think uh, guys are going to be starting in some places or just getting enough playing time that I'm a little bit worried about, the, not a little bit worried, but just not as confident on offense as some people might be going into this season. I do have some questions about the defense. A lot of new pieces. Yannick Ngakwe, Stephon Gilmore, to name a couple of them. Um, Shaquille Leonard is dealing with uh, recovery from a back surgery. How long does that keep him out? Does he miss any time? I know that it was said that, you know, he should be ready for week one. But <clears throat> if there's one thing I know, back injuries, uh, you know, they can be hit or miss recovery-wise. And if it's not healing right, you don't want to mess around with a back injury. So, Hopefully it airs on the side of sooner rather than later, but I'm not going to sit here and like hold my breath that he's playing week one. I'm excited about what the Colts can do this year. I think there's a lot of talent on this team. Uh, it's just a matter of me as a fan trying to keep my expectations a little bit lower. So I'm not disappointed if things don't go out our way, but also part of the reason why I have them at number two is because I cannot sit here and act like Mike Vrabel is not one of the, if not the best coach in the NFL right now. There's a reason I have the Tennessee Titans at number one, and it's because, in a large part, because of Mike Vrabel. 
He put on an absolute coaching clinic last year. For him to have dragged that team with as many injuries as they had dealt to the playoffs, a number one seed at that, and at that point, your team just basically ran out of gas. And that, and that's really the biggest issue. And obviously, a few Ryan Tannehill interceptions, of course, can't forget about those. But just so much went into that year and coaching from him alone. It, how can you not sit here and think that, okay, well, guys are coming back. This team should be a lot healthier. Why not be a, be a threat to run it back again for a, num- a shot at the number one seed? I mean, yeah, they don't have A.J. Brown anymore. They did draft Traylon Burks to be his replacement. In addition, and Roger McCreary, cornerback from Auburn, I think that's an awesome, awesome piece for them. Solidifying the offensive line a little bit with offensive tackle Nicholas Petit Friere, I believe is how that's pronounced. And then you get also the excitement surrounding quarterback Malik Willis, who was actually somebody I was hoping the Colts were eyeballing and maybe would be able to get for themselves if the opportunity arose. But, I mean, there's not a ton to really dislike about this team. Free agent losses, Roger Saffold, Julio Jones, who did not really produce too much for them anyways, so do you really consider that much of a loss? Um, Linebacker Rashawn Evans, he's a guy that, again, didn't really contribute as much as you would have expected for somebody who was drafted so highly. If Derrick Henry comes back and he's healthy, they brought in Austin Hooper for the tight end spot, who I think... that's a hit or miss right there. He's been a little bit of a journeyman so far in his career, going from Atlanta to Cleveland and now to here. We'll see if maybe he can stick in in Tennessee and be a security blanket for Ryan Tannehill. But I I just have a hard time betting against Tennessee. Mike Vrabel, if Ryan Tannehill can take what happened to him in the playoffs and, you know, spin that into a chip on his shoulder to play better this year, I like what the Tennessee Titans have on offense. Well, if I think probably my biggest question for this team is going to be, can Bud Dupree produce the level he was in Pittsburgh? Not quite the year you were hoping for him last year. He was your big ticket free agent signing last offseason. If he can be that guy that you signed him to be, look out is all I'm saying. Tennessee has a really good roster. Really excited to see how things shake out for them. Um AJ Brown being gone, even though he's he missed a handful of time, is probably a big concern for offense. But if Traylon Burks can step in and produce, then I mean, we'll see. But I like I like what the Tennessee Titans are putting together over there, and I'm a big fan of Mike Frable, so I have a hard time betting against the Titans going into this season. That is my AFC East power rankings. I appreciate you all for watching. Again, let me know in the comment section down below, what do you think of the AFC East? How do you think things shake out for these guys? Love to know what you guys think and what your opinions are. Again, thank you all for watching. I will catch you guys next time. Have a good one.